Welcome to Dogma, the podcast. It's with me, Mike Graham. And me, Kevin O'Sullivan. It's about his dogs, about my dogs, about your dogs. We'll be doing it every week, occasionally with a celebrity guest. Welcome back to another sparkling edition of the new Dogma podcast with me, Mike Graham, and Kevin O'Sullivan, uh, also of Talk Radio fame, of course. We have, I'm delighted to say, yet another celebrity joining us this week uh, because we had Eamon Holmes last week talking about his lovely dog. We've now got uh, Sarah Khan with us this week, who is, of course, TV presenter extraordinaire, uh, loose woman as well. That's a lovely introduction, Mike. I feel very flattered. Thank well, you. listen, nice I, I remember very fondly, we didn't do many things together back in the day at Talk Radio, but you and I did a couple of shows together and I very much enjoyed them. Uh, um, and so did I. Uh, I it was thought good fun. I, I thought it was the beginning of a beautiful friendship, and then everything changed, and so and then it was the end. end of a it was, in fact, the end. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> 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 but listen, you've been, you've been, you've been, you've been very busy uh, during the old lockdown. How are things? Yeah, I mean, I have been busy, but um, um, Mike, you know me. I'm kind of if there's a situation, I always try and look at the positive yes. um, and get myself through all of that. Uh, so it's been tough. You know, I've celebrated my 50th birthday in lockdown. Um, I haven't been able to see my mum. It's just been Eid as well. So it's been hard. But yeah. You know what? I'm, I still I feel like I'm, I'm still a lucky person to be alive. I'm, I'm not a key worker or a frontline worker. So you just have to count your blessings. But it's OK. It's getting tougher now, I think. But it's, it's, we're, I'm OK. Yeah, I mean, as we start to come out of it, it does get tougher. But, of course, one of the yeah. things that you've done uh, to help you through this, and I think Kevin and I would both agree that one of the great things about having a dog is that it does help you get through things. Because when you've absolutely yeah. come to the end of your tether, if you just look at your dog and let him look <laughs> back at you, somehow the world is a better place. And you've got a new dog. We have. We um, got our puppy um, last week. Uh, so she's been with us now for exactly uh, nine days. She's eight weeks old and she's a little cabochon. And honestly, Mike, I can tell you now that our whole life has been transformed. Uh, and, and I would say in, in, in a really positive way positive way um my kids aren't on their ipads they're outside enjoying playing around watching this little pup just grow and just she's just joy she's brought a lot of joy to the house have you ever had uh, dogs before sarah um, you know, when I was very young, I think I was about 12 or 13, uh, my brothers brought home a little Alsatian pup um, and they actually really trained her and stuff. So we have, I've had a dog in the house, but I've never owned one myself. Um, so, so this is my So this is new territory for you. you, you you'll get, you're, uh, you're learning the thing about dogs, that they're very uh, addictive and compelling. Well, I, I'm definitely addicted already. But, you know, I mean, this is the way that I do things is I, I try and read up as much as I can, talk to people who have the experience and knowledge and then make a real measured decision. And I think lockdown as well from both my husband and I, with the kids at home, having all of this time was the perfect time to do it. And, and I'm really glad because when they're pups, they really do need a lot of time, a lot of focus. It, it's pretty constant. And Vera, right? How is Vera, Vera behaving? How is Vera behaving? Well, I mean, I don't, I don't, I think it's difficult to kind of, uh, what's the word? She is amazing. And I think it's because, as I said, I've done all the reading. I know that you have to start instilling boundaries and 
um, you know, uh, checks and balances from day one. And so she's been fabulous. But I have to say, I'm in the I'm in the dining room downstairs. She's in the next room in her little crate. And yeah. I've been I've been doing that ever since she was um, she's come to the house to crate train her. Yeah. And today, for the first time, she got off her bed and walked outside to go to the potty, uh, to, you know, toilet training. So it's been fine. She's a very calm dog. But then, I, like my children, I think good manners are key. And I've I, I instilled them from day one. So she's just been brilliant. That's amazing, isn't it? Because I can remember uh, we've got a Labrador who's now uh, about six, and when he was a when he was a little puppy, I would take him out into the garden on the lead and stand there and tell him to go for a wee and walk around yeah. the garden. He wouldn't do it, and of course, as soon as he got back in, he'd wee in the kitchen, you know. And it was, <laughs> this went on for some time, and, and I mean, no, I think not there, Ziggy. The, yeah, and the neighbours, the neighbours are kind of going, "Why is he out there? What does he keep saying, Ziggy? For come on, Ziggy, come on, Ziggy." And I'd be yeah. out there. I don't know why I was the one that ended up doing it all, but somehow I did and um but he got there eventually and um, but, but yeah. you do have to i mean some people i think don't even realize what they've taken on when they get a dog and i mean they don't realize that you know for a while you're gonna have the kitchen's gonna be covered in paper you know yeah. you're gonna be cleaning stuff up and you just deal with it it's like having a baby isn't it yeah i mean that's the other thing it's my it's my son zach who's uh, 12 now and he's been i want a puppy i want a puppy and he wanted one i would say from about seven years old um and now that we've got one i think he's really shocked at the and obviously it all falls on me as the mother but he's really shocked about the amount of attention and 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 discipline that you have to put mm. in and i do think and i'm one of these people i do think a dog is a real reflection of your family you know i mean you know you meet other dogs and you think oh goodness and some are really well behaved and yeah. some of you just think they're just literally just been left to be a dog um and and i think it's having that fine balance between a really well disciplined animal um and, and one that sparks joy because at the end of the day they are animals um and, what, Sarah, and you have I'll to keep you yourself safe and other people safe I'll, t- I'll tell you what, Sarah, I-, I dread to think what, uh, given what you've just said, what people think of me when they meet me and my dog. Chaz. I was going to say that. But Chaz, but the, thing is, the thing is, though, Kevin, Chasbo manages to combine absolute adorableness with quite mischievous nature. Yeah, he's so very actually, mischievous. He's yeah. mischievous and he's quite noisy and occasionally barks a lot, but he's actually a lovely dog. Uh, yeah. By the way, uh, yes, he is. By the way, a little showbiz story for you. Uh, um, this morning uh, on Hampstead Heath, Chasbo met Ricky Gervais. How oh, there you that? go. Oh, we just we, we literally passed each other. We're hey, so we had a chat, and Chasbo uh, made his acqua- made his acquaintance with Ricky. Uh, I was distinctly unimpressed by his star power. I <laughs> That's very good. Um, Ricky Gervais is really passionate about uh, uh, yeah, animals, no, he is, isn't yeah. he? Especially dogs. Very much so. He is. So why, yeah. why Vera, Sarah? Where did that name come from? Well, interesting. Um, I get asked that a lot. So we actually secured her um, because a lady, um, a lady's cabochon had um, pups and we secured her on VE Day. And we were thinking of a name and then, and then we'll meet again came on and she said, oh, come on, we've got to call her Vera, surely. Right. And I was like, perfect. And it doesn't sound funny shouting, Vera, no, Vera, yes. So come here, Vera. It doesn't sound <laughs> funny and actually it makes people smile. So, um, and she, it, it really suits her name as well. Well, I've got, I've got sorry, a friend. It suits her personality. Yeah, I've got. That's yeah. a great. That's a great story. I've got a, a friend. Good name. Uh, it's a great name, sorry. I've yeah. got. A, I've got a friend who's got a black Labrador called Boris, and of course, now whenever really? she goes out and calls him, people look at her with disgust. Because <laughs> she's like, "How could you call a dog Boris? That's disgraceful." But but she didn't call him after Boris Johnson. She just called yeah. him Boris. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here's and my names, dog Dominic. Names are important. <laughs> 
I yeah. think names are really important. Just like you spend a lot of time naming your children, mm. I think you have to take the time and, and, and look at their personalities. Um, and uh, definitely, uh, names important. So do you remember... I always thought, Sarah, I always thought Sarah, that uh, dogs are very important for kids. My parents always got asked dogs and sort of said, you look after the dog uh, and you form this kind of relationship. So it sort of teaches them responsibility. How are your kids uh, responding to dog ownership? Well, I have to say, um, my daughter, Amara, she's nine. And before we got Vera, she was actually quite petrified of dogs. And that really concerned me because I thought, you know, I'm, I, I'm, I, they call me in the family and they're the dog whisperer because I love, love, love dogs. And um, But since we've had Vera and she's watched me play with her and cuddle her and, and how playful uh, Vera is, it, you know what's been really emotional is watching Amara bond with Vera mm. and, and she takes her out and she cuddles her. She's totally, totally okay with it. And for me, that was a really big thing that's come out of lockdown is that my daughter, well, she's not afraid of our dog, let's put it that way. And she can, you know, she knows the responsibilities of weighing the food out, taking the poop up, you know, um, looking after her. So it's really, it's just a wonderful bonding experience, but also teaching. And I think for me, it's, it's, my children are emotionally unleashing different sets of emotions towards an animal, which I think is just, you know, just lovely. Yeah. Have you had the uh, the sort of the, the whining and the howling episodes that you get, first of all, when they kind of separated from their mother? Um, I've certainly had that. We've had a couple of dogs and, and they both went through this period where you'd literally uh, leave them. This is before they were sort of properly potty trained and we'd leave them downstairs uh, in the kitchen. And it was just this awful howling. It would just go on all night, you know, and you have to let them do it because you can't bring them upstairs because they're not ready for that. And the, you know, the advice is always, you know, this is what you've got, got to do. If you want to go down and give them a cuddle, you can do that too. But eventually yeah. they'll just keep howling and then eventually they'll just stop. Um, Mike and Kevin, you are not, you're going to have to meet Vera because I, what I'm about to say to you, you're just going to say, oh, just, you know, stop, stop lying. You're lying. <laughs> she, she, she whimpers a little bit and I'm like, Vera, no, no, go to bed go to bed and honestly she's absolutely fine she just wants me to sit with her a little bit and then she'll go back into her crate right. um but she she's absolutely fantastic i mean even my husband and he's not a huge dog person he's like really shocked and i think again it's like with children if you show them confidence when you pick them up and you you know you understand i observe her a lot i know when she's sitting around she needs to go out we take her out we give her lots of treats and cuddles and love and i think if they have that from the beginning she came from a really lovely home as well um so those first eight weeks of her life um they were, they were absolutely fabulous so i think all of that really matters um but she's not she she obviously whenever she goes into a new room she whimpers a little bit we'll just give her a, you know a tighter cuddle but already i'm not kidding you she sits she gives me a paw she eats gently and she would go come on Mira, come on and she's coming so we probably we've got an amazing little pop here yeah you but you're right absolutely right sarah the, the whole secret with uh, i've had dogs all my life is they'll they're they're usually as a puppies when you first get them they're a problem you know when i thought yeah. we first got our dog chaz chasbo uh i mean he he was a rest he's a pedigree but he's a rescue dog so he was a bit sort of uh anxious having been yeah. sort of ripped out of a home he didn't understand it but uh i said to the woman who gave us the, the chaz uh, about five minutes after we got him uh 
You said that he eats biscuits and meat, but it seems to me that his favourite diet is furniture. We <laughs> <laughs> ate nothing but our tables and our chair legs. It cost me about 500 quid. But they, yeah. they often are a problem when you first get them, but as soon as they begin to feel loved and yeah. secure in their surroundings, you'll be amazed at how well-behaved they become. But that's yeah. the other thing, isn't it, Sarah? Because, we all, because people are now spending more time with the dogs um, that they have, they're actually finding that the dogs are probably a lot calmer than they are because the yeah. dogs love having you around. Or they don't actually want you to go anywhere. That's right. Um, I mean, um, like the Cavachons especially, they're a real companion dog. Yeah. So, you know, you have to expect um, to give them a lot of attention. They just they just want to be your best friend. Um, and I think, um, I think this time, this is why I'm so glad that I've got this little pup in lockdown because I can give it the time and the attention yeah. that she really deserves. And she's really very happy. But I just, we were saying, you know, we've been wanting a pup for ages, but it's the time and holidays and all that kind of thing. We're not going away for a year, I can tell you now. Right. Um, you know, and uh, so it's, so it, this was, this was the, t the time to do it. All the families at home. My husband is not going into an office. I'm working from home. The kids are at home. And this is a really, really great start. And I, and I think you can see the, 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 the way that they respond because they, they, um, they just love having people around um, and, 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 and you get the right behaviour as a result. Yeah, I think Absolutely. that's right. And what about um, how how you t has has she gone past the point yet where you can take her out and meet other dogs, or is she not old enough for that yet? So she's had a first set of um, vaccinations, and then on June the tenth, um, she's got her second set. But you know what I really love, Mike? It's like when you have a baby, you realise, my goodness, there's so much amazing gadgets and mm. clever ideas. So we bought like a little uh, a puppy. Pa pooch thing okay. um, and it's like a little carrier and we took her out in that so she can get used to like oh, cars good. and the noise cool. and the trees and it's really cute and she really loved it so that's fabulous and then we've also little things like you know she really gulps the food down so we bought like a slow feeding um, bowl so she can eat the kibble just you know um, uh, a bit by bit so there's just so much on the market now to make your life a little bit easier it's true i mean i came back uh, came out of a, a pets at home the other day we're carrying a, a new squeaky duck uh, which yeah. my dog ziggy loved and, and he was so I, I put a tweet out about it he, he'd think i'd bought him a new ferrari he was so excited <laughs> that i gave him a new toy <laughs> he literally was going mad he's running around around in circles of course after about four days he's now killed the squeak it doesn't <laughs> doesn't squeak anymore you know but he still walks around with it looking very proud you know i've caught this duck you know it's great it's it? funny what you say sarah about uh, dogs and their slow their fast eating um we i mean Chaz just gets through food at lightning pace it's just yeah. he's actually eating it before you've seen him eat it yeah exactly <laughs> but literally you haven't even got the bowl on the ground it's all gone <laughs> but uh we, we used to have two dogs uh, dotty sadly left us a couple of years ago uh but p putting their two meals down, they get competitive about it, and both of them would eat their dinner so quickly that then up thereafter, about the next five minutes, they'd be sort of choking on it and being sick, yeah. you know, because uh, uh, they've eaten it so quickly, and they've been yeah, waiting they for this all day. Stuff, <laughs> it's their it's their top moment of the day, and then they wolf it down in thirty seconds. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I did. I did. Um, yesterday was a little bit of. Um, a strange day because it was so hot 
And I also think as well, you know, this new environment, she's been taken away from her mum, obviously, and her brothers and sisters, um, come to this new environment, which is fine. She's meeting new people, new experiences. And yesterday, she didn't really come out of the cage. She was a little bit sick because she's eaten a lot of grass as well, which is something that they seem to do. They do a lot of that. Yeah, mine did a lot of that as well. We couldn't stop him eating grass. It was bizarre. Same. Same. And then she was a little bit sick. Um, and then we were like, oh, my goodness, oh, my goodness. And it was really, really upset us. And then at five o'clock, she bounced out. She obviously was just overtired, overstimulated, had a little bit of an upset tummy, and then, and then they're fine. Mm. But I can't tell you that just, just that one day how the whole family was so <laughs> affected by it. It's, it's awful. Oh, it, it, is, it is terrible. I mean, my, mine once, um, when he was a, a, lot, a lot younger, just used to eat almost anything. I mean, you talk about furniture. He used to chew the... Yeah. Uh, the, the skirting board. He would eat <laughs> socks. If he could find a sock, he'd just swallow it. And, yeah. and one time, it was a slightly disgusting story, um, he, he obviously got it stuck inside him somehow and he just kept throwing up. But instead of anything, yeah. it wasn't anything horrible, it was just this kind of liquid that was coming out. Yeah. And he would then, and I'd try and clean it up, he'd start licking it up again, you know, just taking it back <laughs> in. And in the end, uh, he did it about eight times. By about the third time, I said, well, I'm not even going to bother cleaning it, I'll just let you lick it all up again and throw it all up again. <laughs> and, you know, I spent the afternoon just watching him, thinking, if this goes on for any more than in a couple of hours, I'm going to have to take him to the vet. And in the yeah. end, we managed to get the sock out of him. By by sort of it somehow appeared in a place oh that uh, you wouldn't really want to go, and I sort of put a rubber glove on and pulled it out, and oh. it was probably the most disgusting thing I think I've ever done in my life. Um, oh my But goodness. you may find yourself doing disgusting things with your dog that you never thought you'd do. Yeah, that that's, that sounds beyond my kind of <laughs> skill set. That. I think I'd have just gone to the vet. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it funny awful. though, dogs. You you really lower the bar bar on exciting events with dogs, don't you? So every yeah. night I take Chaz out for just a sort of five minute stroll, as that they, they yeah. do, you know. And it's like mostly he'll take a a whittle, you know, mostly. But sometimes he doesn't, and then I know that Henrietta will say to me. Did he take? A, did he take a pee? And I, and I sometimes I pretend that he did when he didn't because <laughs> it's a big drama. And so, so on this little walk, you know, when he actually goes to a tree and sort of decides to take a wee, I go, "Yes, brilliant, yeah. fantastic!" Yeah. You know, as if this is a really <laughs> massive, exciting point in my life. And you think, "What am I doing? I'm watching a dog take a piss." Yeah, mind but you, it... in this day and age of lockdown, I, I, my producer and I, I was giving her a lift home the other day, and we stopped where I normally drop her off by the petrol station. I said. Um, she said, what are you going to do now? I said, I'm going to go in the car wash. She went, oh, can you, is it the one you can sit in while it goes out? And I went, yeah. She went, can I stay in the car for the car wash? And she stayed <laughs> in the car. That's how boring we've all got, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but, Kevin, you're right. I mean, it's like, you know, when you have a child and you can't relax until they've um, winded because you just yes, know it's thing, uncomfortable. Yeah. I'm the same with Vera. I'm like, I can't tell you. I mean, you know, our neighbours, all they can hear at the moment is like, Good girl, good girl. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, it's every time she wees, every time she does a number two, we the whole we're like, oh, thank heavens, thank heavens. It's like we can't relax until we know she's been to the loo. Exactly. It's, it's, it's a it's massive so, thing, isn't it? It's so, it's so funny. <laughs> the whole we've thing. Gotta, we've got to get a life, haven't we? <laughs> it sounds brilliant. Well, listen, it sounds fantastic. Sorry, you sound in very good order as well. Um, what's your plan for the sort of next few weeks? Are you hoping to see... Um, I don't know, something happening that's going to change uh, everything that we're doing, that we're suddenly going to be able to go away again or anything? 
Well, I think, I mean, Mike, look, um, for me, I mean, I, I'm going back to Loose Women tomorrow into the studio for the oh, first time. Oh, are you? Time. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I've been working That's from home. Now they've said, OK, I can go in uh, from Oxford. So I'm going to drive myself in, which I don't, you know, normally get the train in, um, and obviously then practice social distancing. But I think people are... This, I think this is a major, major effect on people and the way that we're going to think about our lives. Um, I don't think people are going to rush off to holidays and do loads of shopping and stuff. I think the most important thing for most people is to see their, their nearest and dearest. Uh, I think people will be cautious, and rightly so, um, but without being stupid. And, and I just feel a little bit patronised by the way things have been handled, to be honest. Um, but but, but we, I think we're coming out of it, but people will be sensible about it. Yeah, I get that yeah. sense, don't you, Kevin? You know, we're entering kind of as we get into June, which is very soon. You know, basically, we're kind of we're going to be in a different situation, a different mindset. Well, uh, to, to uh, drop a big name, uh, uh, I, I was discussing just this with my friend Ricky Gervais this morning, <laughs> and we were saying, no, seriously though, we were saying that you can feel it in the air. Yeah. It's palpable yeah. that people want to get out of this lockdown. They yeah. want to get back to a kind of normality. I think that the journey in the end will get back to what we re remember as the old normal, but we will have to go through the new normal first. So I think we're taking the first steps on the road yeah. back to normality and thank God for that. I'm yeah. personally looking forward to the new abnormal because that's kind of more my speed. Really, to be honest. I've <laughs> Everything's never, abnormal. I've never, you, I've never liked being normal. It's never, never really suited <laughs> good, me to good, be honest. That fits in well. I don't, I don't think normal suits you, Mike. It to really be honest. doesn't. It doesn't. Just carry does on it? being abnormal. <laughs> exactly. Listen, Sarah, take good care. Love to Vera, and uh, hopefully we might get a picture of her off you so we can put it out I've on got the some pictures, social uh, media. I'll send, Those I'll pictures, send you Sarah, an you sent me. One. Yeah. She's actually yeah. on my lap. She's been on my lap all this time that we're talking about. I'll send you an exclusive one, Kevin, and you can share it with Mike. Lovely. Thank Brilliant you very stuff. much. Great stuff. Thanks, Perfect. Sarah. Thanks, Sarah. Sarah. Thanks, guys. Bye. Thanks so much. Bye. Bye. What a lovely story, Kevin. I mean, uh, you know, this is fast becoming a very inter interesting podcast, not just because you and I are incredibly interesting people, but you're, you're also uh, helping me get some very other interesting, interesting people involved as well. Yeah, well, what happened with that was that because, as you know, that uh, Eamon Holmes uh, came on yes. and he said he's very friendly with Sarah right. and uh, used to do his talk radio show with her a lot, if you right. remember. I do, and yeah. He said, oh, you've got to talk, talk to Sarah. And he sent me a picture of Sarah's dog and right. said she's obsessed with this new dog of theirs. So I thought, well, perfect. And I think what's interesting about uh, people like Sarah and indeed Eamon, although he's had his dog for a long time, they're kind of first time dog owners. So they're just getting converted to the cause that we already know yes. about. Once you get into the, into the world of dogs, having a dog, uh, I know this from the time when I was a kid, you never really stop having one. You always want to have one. Yes, a dog, you always so. want to have one. And that's the thing. I mean, we, have, um, we did have a period of time when we didn't have a dog, you know, when the kids were a bit younger. Yeah. And you can't yeah. imagine what's that, what that's like now. It's a bit like before kids, you know, you kind of go, yeah. oh, yeah, I remember what we used to do. I mean, and now we kind of, we used to do a lot of like weekends away and stuff that we don't really do anymore, partly because we've got a nicer house probably and it's got more room around it than, than any other place we could go. Yeah. But, oh, but, yeah, but, but as well, there. as well as that, um, you just have to now include the dog in everything that you do. So you have to, I mean, we went to Scotland over Christmas and we had to figure a way of like packing the car so that the dog could basically be in the back and we could put all the, all the suitcases and stuff in the back seat so that the dog could have the bulk of the room. And so the dog actually had the most comfortable <laughs> journey. The kids were like crammed into the back with sort of, you know, things pressed into the side of their head because, because the dog needed all the room in the back to stretch out. You know, he was loving I'll tell it. You, I'll tell you what, though, Mike, the, the, the dog will get that 
space, uh, whether or not you give it to him or not, because <laughs> they, they just do this. You yeah. know, if there are three people on a seat and there's a dog, the dog will gradually stretch out until no one else has got yeah. any room. Yeah. And he's quite, he or she is quite comfortable. We've also That's got, and we don't do are. it very often, but very, and whenever they reopen them, I'm sure we'll do it again, but very occasionally we'll go to the sort of drive through McDonald's and he gets his own hamburger. You know, because um, you know he used to just kind of you know, slobber over everybody else's, and his head would sort of come out, come out from the back seat. And if you weren't careful, he'd, he'd nick the chip that was in your hand, you know, or, yeah. or the Big Mac or whatever. But now we just get him his own cheeseburger, and he's very happy yeah. as Larry. That's excellent. You know, they, they, I mean, why bother giving him any of your hamburger when he can have his own? It's exactly. a better way of doing it. Exactly right. Well, I mean, that's uh, episode four. Uh, we'd like to thank everybody, by the way, for um, joining up on, uh, on the Twitter account and listening and Absolutely. downloading it. Um, and, of course, uh, we will be back next week with another, another star name um, and some more tales of doggery. Yeah, we've got another star guest, uh, which we'll announce on social media uh, in due course. Great stuff. See you soon. We'll be back next week with some more dog stories, shaggy dog stories and just general dog stories. But uh, if you've got any questions for us, or we've got a new Twitter account that you can post the questions on. Kevin, tell them what it is. At Dogma the Podcast. (laughs) 